Yeah, Huey Lewis in the news, the power of love here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim, almost ten and a half minutes past six. How are we, folks? Tuesday, 10th of November. How are you, boss yeah, man? It's not bad at all. How are you very much and everything? Super duper, super duper. Oh, the last day of the League of Ireland yesterday, I have to say, I enjoyed it. it was How great. did it go? Did you win? Yeah, yes, yeah, Bowes won. It was good. Um... And uh, Shelbourne, unfortunately, looks like they're touching relegation after us. They have to do the playoff now. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I was good. I'll, um, go great. Well, you were saying, now. did you not say to me yesterday that there was more to come because the cup games have to happen cup or something? Cup games have to happen. Yeah. yeah. The next so you have something 20s. in there. Yeah, there's a few bits and pieces. Because <laughs> yeah. we were just talking yesterday, PJ and myself, we were just saying about the... Um, the international break, as it's known, the you know when the oh. Premiership uh, football, league football, kind of goes on hold for a while while they play the internationals, which once upon a time wouldn't have been a big deal, but you know now for some reason it's, it's just penance, really really boring. It? It's a penance. Like is yeah. it, remember years ago when we were kids, you always looked forward to it. It was like oh the big, yeah, the big, real big football. game. No, it's like, and even, oh, even pre, you know even before the madness of you know Jack bringing us to big tournaments. Even I remember as a kid, you know yeah. like. A, an Ireland game was something to really get your teeth into. You know, you'd be... Oh, mind you, I suppose we didn't have as much football then. Uh, yeah, true. Now it's just... Oh, God. You know really? I mean? And if you were lucky, you know, like one of the lads running on the pitch would let you hold his flat cap and his pipe. Yeah. <laughs> Help me tie back these baggy shorts, son. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so anyway, listen. Uh, 0871880008, if you want to give us a shout already. A few birthdays in. Uh, Margaret... Uh, Dunley and from Always Been On apparently uh, wide awake and celebrating her 11th birthday today is Victoria happy birthday Victoria what is an 11 year old doing up at this time yeah well they're in they're, I was going to say they're in school not at this time yeah. some school that is well in fairness they're in Margaret's school yeah. Margaret had them well schooled school of hard life oh yeah hard knocks she probably has them painting the house yeah from four in bare feet in bare feet then they have to walk to the well. There's no need. They have running water, oh, but she yeah. makes them walk to the well anyway. Just to see what it was like back in Horde. Just, day. yeah. And then, do you know what I heard she's going to make them do in the weekend? What? Watch the international break. No way. Yeah, that's how harsh, that's how harsh she is. Oh, yeah. my God, harsh. Anyway, listen, Victoria, have a fantastic birthday. Enjoy it. Obviously, uh, your mum and your dad and Elizabeth and Joshua and Benjamin and everybody wants you to have a brilliant day. So so enjoy that. Also, there's another one here for a, um, for a, a sort of a... Let me see, let me see, let me see. Uh, now I've lost it. You oh, see that? dear God. It was somebody's anniversary. Yeah. Right. Wedding anniversary. Well, that's a better anniversary than what I, have, I was thinking there. <laughs> well, it's just, I'm going to have to find it later. God, it can't keep up with anything. Well, Very text difficult. Text it again on the anniversary of your death, and we'll do that one. <laughs> Hold on, I found it. I found ah, it. too late. Here we go. Here we go. This is it. Uh, Tony McMahon. Tony McMahon, happy 30th wedding anniversary. Jeepers, that is amazing. Fair play. 30 years. How do you do 30 years? I especially, with, just, especially with Bernadette. At what point do you, do you get to, <laughs> like, with Bernadette or Bernadette with you, where you just kind of go, right, 30 years, right. How Enough point, now, come on. When did you just go, let's just start ignoring each other and get two TVs? Well, uh, in fairness, they managed three kids, Adam and Brandon and Caitlin. So happy, um, you know, happy. Well, there go no celebrate reason. your parents' day. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Anyway, Tony McMahon and Bernadette, happy 30th anniversary to you. There you go. Look at that. Everybody's taken care of. There you, there you, There's a happy, loving start to the day. And look, the love of the common people and all to do uh, after that. From your good, close friend. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Living on free food tickets, ordering a 
Close personal friend of our very own PJ Gallagher, Paul Young, uh, who uh, once asked PJ, you know, how he could be more like him. It was something like that, wasn't it? No, he just... How uh, could I be you? It was more like, <laughs> who are you? That's what he said. <sighs> oh, stage, well, his loss. On stage, he said it, which was a little bit... Yeah, saying it in front of an audience a bit... A bit, a bit Mind a you, no one heard Or in front of a camera. No, and like, don't worry about it. Like I said, nobody heard it because uh, he lip syncs. Anyway, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Just putting that exactly. Out there. Yeah. Eighteen minutes past six o'clock. We're about to get stuck into the birthdays. Short enough list today, but a few goodies in here. And of course, starting with one of your absolute favourites. We know what a massive, massive Formula One fan you are. Oh, he's doing this again. <laughs> oh, this is exhausting. But at least it's one of our own, uh, Eddie Irvine. Oh, Eddie Irvine. At least I can't play him. Playboy, I don't know who Eddie he is. Irvine. Playboy, Eddie Irvine. It's like that's why some play- playboys. You always wonder, like, you think. You're lucky you have a few quid now, I can tell you. Because like, with that terminal hanging around... I'm not now, hang sure. on a second now. Eddie Irvine, the driver. Not Eddie Jordan, the owner. Oh, I'm thinking of Eddie Jordan. Yeah, yeah. As I said, you know the way you love Formula One? You're big into your Formula One. I'm really not. I have a passing interest at best, as we've just demonstrated. Because it has a motor in it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like, you have the same GP. interest in Formula One as you do in motorised lawnmowers. I do, yeah. <laughs> That's about it, yeah. It's the motor no, migration. Eddie Irvine, um, uh, now you've confused me, you see, because now I was about to say, isn't Eddie Irvine the one with that incredible gaff? Out in, um, out out in, in Dorky. Yeah, the one that looks out over the bay and kind of yeah. over Liney Harbour. Because they did, it was, it was a thing Liney recently, um, our mate, Dermot Bannon, we say our mate, we interviewed him once. Once, yeah. Anyway, our mate, Dermot Bannon, uh, was out doing his, you know, like show around great houses or whatever. And it's a mad place. What, unreal. It's a mad place. Isn't it, yeah? Yeah. Like when you do the just, tour, like, oh, you know, what? and it's not even as mad as he wanted it to be. There's a wall in it, a kind of a curved wooden wall, right? Really, yeah. And he wanted it to be... There's a, a swimming pool below it. Yeah. And he wanted the wall to to, to fold down That's so that dark. you could jump off the wall into the swimming pool. You're joking. And they went, oh, we can't do that now. And there's lots of things we can do. We can't do that. We can't do a folding wall. <laughs> He's like, I don't make it happen, right? <sighs> but anyway... Yeah, uh, I, I, I imagine having that much money that you can't... You, what do you mean you can't fold my walls? <laughs> yeah. I want you to fold yeah. my walls. Oh, is it too much to ask to get a, fold, a folding wall that I can jump off into my swimming pool? Is that too much to ask? Do my I have God. to do everything myself? <laughs> you could probably. What about training so you can jump the extra distance? You shut that mouth! <laughs> Shoot this person, please. Have him shot. <laughs> right, Eddie Irvine. Uh, uh, Stick an age on him. Oh, he's like. Uh, he's probably still young enough, like. Right. Even like 56. Not bad at all, buddy. Not bad really? at all. 55. Oh, wow. 55. I take that, and, and, and obviously, we're all very happy that you consider that to be still young. Yes, well, you know yourself. <laughs> Some of us more happy than others. Anything that's within the 10-year range, and as long as we're not talking about you. Because then it takes uh, the slagging out of it. Right, now, here is one of your genuine favourites. In, in fact, you, you stood shoulder to shoulder with this lady. I can't remember if you had your arms around her. I don't think you did, because it was, um, I think it might have been during restriction time. But anyway, you were shoulder to shoulder in this very studio oh. with the one and only Jackie Abbott. Oh, Jackie Abbott, yeah. She was such a brilliant character. I was blown away by her. Yeah, that's one of your, you were saying, they, yeah, they were blown. one of your favourite interviews. Absolutely, my favourite people that have ever been in. Oh, oh absolutely, the best ever. Favourite yeah. people ever in this studio. Ever in the studio, yeah. Favourite people ever in this studio. Ever out of anyone in the world. Right. In the studio, yeah. Like, 
You mean as a guest or do you mean? Ever and all of the people that have ever been in the studio, my favourite. Like including staff and all? Uh, everybody. And like other presenters and everything? Everybody, yes, that isn't in there, yes. Uh, uh, like all like the even, people. Even the, even the people who do be here every morning and all? Okay, your second favourite person that's ever been here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of all the people. Oh, yeah. They were great, though. They and were they so were sound and, and dead on. she is very funny. Like, yeah. like She has a very on-again, off-again relationship with the old social media. She cancels all her accounts, comes back for a couple of weeks, cancels everything again. Oh, right. Well, there you go. My God. Yeah. Your kindred spirit. Kindred spirit, indeed. But when she is there, she's very, very funny. She's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, and what a singer. Jeepers almighty, what a singer. So much better than the lip-syncing Paul Young. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say she's... Oh, what age is she? She's like 50. She's like 53. 47. Oh, is she? No 47, way. yeah. Not spitting distance she from your good self. Sorry, sorry about that, Jack. You yeah, yeah. That's, that's your chances going, eh? Yeah, that's me, not the favourite right. person she's ever met in the studio. You were, were you not, a Downton Abbey fan? I was, yes. Right. Well, I then, loved it. Well, then this man is uh, is within your radar because it is the birthday of Hugh Bonneville. Ah, Hugh Bonneville. You're the man, the lord of the manor. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And, of course... Did a fabulous turn in Paddington. He did, didn't he? <laughs> and doesn't he always strike you as somebody who... And Notting Hill, one of our other favourite movies. That's great, yeah, he's Notting Hill as well. Really young in Notting Hill. Yeah, when you look at... Yeah, I know. God, I know. like he went... Like, you see him in Notting Hill and he's meant to be this kind of young, struggling bank official or something. Yeah. I can't remember. Anyway, and then he's like Lord of the Manor, greying in, in Downton Abbey. It's, yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Weird. Makes not, like, but you do, there is a rule. You swear they were acting or something, it's yeah. mad. Yeah, but they're all, he is, he's all the same. And like, he is the very posh man. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, parts. that's it. Like, literally, he is just described as Hugh Bonneville, posh actor. But yeah, posh man for, <laughs> posh man for rent is essentially what he is. Pretty much. Uh, i got to say, he's a... Uh, Oh, 58. Not bad. Oh, my God. Another one skins the post. Really? 57. That's hey, two. I'm, on, I'm good form today. Oh, and yesterday you got two. Not bad at all. Okay, today you didn't get two. You got two off the post. But you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Not you're bad. Thereabouts. There, thereabouts. You know, you're thereabouts. You're certainly getting an ooh ah. from the crowd. Paul McGrath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, and then the last one for you, uh, because you're an actor, of course, of renowned, you've graced many a stage. Not necessarily acting, but you know what I mean. Anyway, uh, Sir Tim Rice, the man behind Jesus Christ Superstar and Evita and Joseph and the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat God, and all I can't those. Plays him at all. He's the he's the one that's not Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh, Tim Rice. He looks a bit like him. he looks a bit like your man from the Goodies as well. <laughs> Is he a lyricist? Yes. Right. What are you? Th- how very dare you look at him up? I'm looking at his images. Yeah. Oh, God, I don't, man, he's the... Ah, oh, stop, there's an image of him there from last year, right? Right. And there's an image of him there from 1963. <laughs> and it's exactly the same. Well, there you go. He sold his soul the to secret the secret of success. Oh, my God, what age And he? by the way, can I just point out that um, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, was it that one that, yeah, that was the one I saw, wasn't it? In yeah. England, in London. Yeah, you didn't like Broadway it. Broadway or You didn't like whatever. it at all, you were saying it was oh, weird. I was down, I was expecting an epic... Like a biblical epic. Yeah, no, I thought it was going to be, you know, really dark and drama. And well, I suppose the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat would imply it's not dark. But you know what I mean? I thought it was going to be a bit Jesus Christ Superstar or something. And then they start yeah, doing an Elvis. An Elvis impersonator. Oh, no, always going, yeah. oh, no, 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 no. Stop, will you? I paid good money for this. Too much money for this. <laughs> Any money that I spent on this is now bad money, actually. Exactly. Uh, I gotta say he's like 77. No, my God! This is three off the post. Really? 76. That is... 76. Ah! 
Unlucky. Oh, well, Unlucky. I've, not I, bad. I, I'm not. I'm not. It's a Pyrrhic victory, though. sir. It's a Pyrrhic victory. Yeah. I feel like Shelbourne. I did everything right, and it just <laughs> still didn't really work. And now you're up to date on the home of PJ and Jim. Waking up happy weekdays from six a.m. This is Classic Heads. Good stuff, Tara. How are you this morning? Good morning. How are things? How's uh, the? Uh, it, it's always the difficult second day, isn't it? Do you yeah. know what? Uh, it's I, like I, the albums. It's the difficult second one that's the, always the tricky second album. No, I wasn't too bad today. Actually, I had a good night's sleep. I went home and died yesterday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, when you do a day's work after uh, after no. what was it, two months two or something, months off, yeah, like, I know. takes it out of you. I, I'm wondering should I put him for a day off? Later Probably, this week? <laughs> you know, on what do you call it grounds on them um, compassionate, compassionate grounds? grounds yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, God Almighty, will That's somebody please then. think of the poor newsreader <laughs> that literally did a shift after two months of doing nothing? God's sake, people! You have to be brave, bright yourself in though. You know, even after two weeks holidays, you come back and you're like. Oh God, yeah. that was a very long day, wasn't it? Isn't that weird, isn't it? Yeah. Everybody, like, no matter what it is, any sort of a break, holiday or whatever it is, and when you come back, the the idea is that you've recharged you're, the batteries. Yeah, you're ready you've gone. Oh, it's much. You worse. come back and you're like, oh no. Yeah, a break is not as good as a rest. A break and a break and like. It yeah. actually makes it harder. It's it weird. It's like you lose all your momentum. Yeah. I'll have to start again. You Aww. lose all your momentum when you log into your email and there's like a thousand and fifty-five yeah. emails. <laughs> oh, it's God. like, oh, here we go. I'm never taking a holiday again. Yeah, yeah. You should, you want to adopt PJs, bro. Just a batch delete. Delete all. Sorry. There you go. Oh, yeah. Just <laughs> delete your account. Even read them. Delete the account. Sure, he's no keyboard on his computer. That is true. Yeah, he's been. That's actually a brilliant excuse. It is. It? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I didn't read the email telling me not to come to work. I don't have a keyboard. I don't have a keyboard. I don't use it. I don't know how to use that. So thing. you're going to have to keep paying me whether you like it or not. Just write me a letter. <laughs> Tiffany, I think we're alone now here at Classic Hits and Madonna with Vogue just ahead of that almost 16 minutes to 7 o'clock. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Tuesday, 10th of November, 087-188-0008 if you need to get in touch for any reason. By the way, uh, Margaret has sent us a few uh, photographs of of delicious birthday cupcakes. Oh, you're joking. Oh. Well, I mean, I would point out that... Look at him. Oh, very well, looking at them. Tasting them would have been a bit better. Would have been a lot better, yeah. I'll be honest, but they, they, they do look delicious. Although, no, Margaret, I assume there's a courier on the way. Oh, she wouldn't have forgotten us, would she? I doubt. I assume there's a courier on the way does. with special birthday cupcakes. Vic- okay, yes, it's Victoria's birthday. Grand. That, but that doesn't mean we can't enjoy them. And they're Manchester United cupcakes, look. Oh my God, so they are. Yeah. Oh, uh, Victoria, you've gone even further up in my yeah, estimation. Yeah, I mean, this just gets better and better. Better and better. And also, especially for you, dear boy. Uh, Mary is continuing in her role as your official oh, food, oh, amb- food ambassador. Oh my god! So she has now unearthed, unearthed, un. She's now found right chocolate orange popcorn. Chocolate orange popcorn. Especially Where does for this you, mad woman. Get these incredible things. Well, I tell you, the clue is the big Tesco thing on no. the. the Thing no, there. they're not see, in normal Tesco. See, just above that, it says no, Tesco. That's obviously <laughs> just something she wrote on the bag. Because there's no way her Tesco provides all the things it's that she has up here. Chocolate orange flavor toffee coated popcorn. Flipping. Ooh, that's flipping Nord. That sounds good. Right, Mary. that's it. I have to steady on. Because if I don't steady on now, it'll be. Mary, like did she give Mary her own food show? Yeah, I know. Oh, just well, that's a great show. She, where she just goes out and finds random goody things. And nobody knows where she found them. Well, shut again, up, again, I just, I just point out, it does say Tesco on the top of that one there. Just, They're not in Tesco. I don't know Tesco. if you noticed it there, just across the top. I think that says Tascos or something. <laughs> it's a different thing. 
Unbelievable is right. Uh, anyway, listen, 87 if you want to give us a shout. Of course, um, no point, unfortunately, no point in uh, trying to get involved. Because look at this, even Tony from Australia was on looking to have a guess at the hit bit. But it's sure, it's gone. gone. It's gone. It was one yesterday with Damien. Uh, yeah, what an absolute chancer. Literally, an announcement on Friday... That yeah. we're going to play in the afternoon, and two days later, it's one. Yeah, he got us. Yeah, I smell a massive rat there, I have to say. Look at A massive <laughs> rat I smell. Sounds uh, like a yeah. setup to me. Four thousand. If I was you, I'd be, I'd be writing in complaining. Look at that! Look at the conspiracy. Even Jim's into the conspiracy yeah. theories now. Yeah, so it's a bit, it's a bit weird. All right, big announcement on Friday. Suddenly, Tuesday or Monday. Monday rolls around. Literally, it was only like the announcement Friday. Yeah. And it was one on the Monday. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go. It's almost straight Smell away. Smell a rat. Massive rat there. <laughs> Something weird going on. But anyway, yeah, so there's no point. Unfortunately, I was hoping it would tick along, that the train would keep running and, you know, somebody would have a big win before Christmas. Yeah, no. But look, somebody has had a big win, I suppose, before you Christmas. you on a double money Monday, amazing as well, That's though. a good one, I suppose, yeah. It was a huge yeah. jackpot, 4,400 quid, massive. Yeah. So. so, unfortunately, no hit bit today. I'm not sure what the plan is. Magic Mike will, uh, will fill us in later on as to what the plan is, what's going to happen instead of the... Uh, of the hit bit I'm not sure whether another one will roll around next week or what the plan is there but anyway we'll find out from Magic Mike later on the good news is though that the uh, breakfast table quiz is in place we have this 500 euro voucher for spec savers in Stillorgan that's up for grabs although good score yesterday yeah well what was it again 13 yeah mm. so she was brilliant she was very very good yeah yeah it was he but she was even better yeah isn't it <laughs> when you know what I mean when you think you're talking to a woman until the following day that's very good going like. isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. She it's going was, well so far she isn't was fantastic it? man she's even better now in my estimation so 13 there will be the challenge but well worth having a go uh, so we'll do that a bit later on what else is tickling your fancy today Mr uh, PJ uh, yeah, it's a weird day in the news there's all of these kind of surveys all over the place do you have a secret bank account <laughs> if only yeah as if he's going to say it here look yeah. at that it's not as if he didn't win the hit bit yesterday. Yeah. And everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, apparently a lot of people out there with secret bank accounts, you know, their little Se- escape fund. Right. Yes. Se- secrets from their other half, you yeah, mean? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who cares? Everyone's a secret. Like, we're not talking full-blown Swiss bank accounts here. No, 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 no. Right. Like, they're, just, not, they're all secrets. Every yeah. one of those is a secret account. It's like those people who have their, um, what do they call that thing? Their ghetto, not their getaway money. What's their... Isn't there a thing like people yeah, always have the? Is is that what, like your escape fund? Like yeah, yeah. Do you have one of them? But mind your own business. <laughs> yeah, I no, well, I don't have to. I don't have anyone. So everything's everything I have is. You a might want to escape from just life in general. Well, or okay, me. Well, you might want to escape from me. Okay, I do admit I have. I, def- I definitely have a stash of crackers, and the dogs don't know about them. That's it. That and if do. they knew, there'd be an awful lot of trouble over it. <laughs> right, so we'll find out a bit about that. And also, actually, we mentioned yesterday, uh, you know, we gave the list of the people who are going to take part in I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. And it is very different this year. Uh, they've they've had to hold it in Wales because of the restrictions, COVID restrictions. So it's not in the outback in Australia like it normally is. And we were talking about that yesterday and what were they likely to do and how the challenge, you know, how the challenges would shape up and all that sort of stuff. So we're going to see if we can find an Irish equivalent, an Irish version of Bush Tucker Trials. We're going to see if we can find Irish food 
that people despise. Oh, that's easy. Straight away, I know why you're no, just <laughs> I know where you're easy. going. Yeah. But we might just broaden the horizons a bit, PJ, if that's okay. Why you and of them? course, the important thing is that you will be trying them. Not <laughs> Brian Adams, Mel C, when you're gone, here are Classic Hits, almost 11 minutes past 7 o'clock. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. If you were with us just before 7, uh, we played Under Pressure from uh, Queen and David Bowie. And uh, we mentioned that there is um, a new David Bowie movie planned. Uh, PJ, <laughs> PJ found the story. It's not going well. Well, they've just confirmed now, they've confirmed now this week that the movie, um, it will be released before the end of the year. Right. Which is big news because the movie went out uh, in the in the film festivals around the world earlier on in the year. You know, they always kind of do these pre-audiences, let people in, they see them in the festivals. and Yeah. Starts the kind of hype going, doesn't exactly. it? People raving about it and the rumour gets out there that it's a must-see movie. All and, of that sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Now to say, uh, to say it was received badly is putting it very mildly it's been absolutely hammered my Bowie fans are very upset over it uh, why are they upset over it well there's a few reasons this movie has kind of up against it from the start right right number one reason uh, I suppose is that the guy who's casting it and nothing against him Johnny Flynn is his name but he looks like it's like a cross between Noel Fielding and and what's Mary Berry he's like a cross <laughs> of them two I, like, and it's very Man who likes cake much more than it is cutting edge David Bowie, much more so. And his accent is much more like Michael Caine than it is David Bowie. Right. Like at the very start, there's a trailer released today. If anybody wants to see it, you can go and look at the trailer online. And you see the fellas, he comes out and it's like the first line he goes is, name, and he goes, David Bowie. I'm like, oh my God, that's <laughs> not, not, okay. Not that was not, okay. It's, it's just like that. And then the second big, big, and it's a major problem is, is this movie doesn't have the permission to use any of David Bowie's my, right, uh, music or trademarks. It's not allowed to use any of the music. Well, so, so, wait, hang on. So there's a David Bowie movie. Yeah. It's about his life, about him making it it's in the business, him, yeah? It's about that time in his career where he was just starting to lose a bit of momentum and then he he's touring across America and he creates the Ziggy Stardust character right. and it all bounces up. And you're saying... There's no David Bowie music in the movie. And they can't use any trademarks, which means I don't think they can refer to Ziggy Stardust. So I don't know what they're going to call him. Mickey Moonrocks or something. <laughs> I haven't a clue. What but, so why make them... A, that's the most bizarre the thing most ever. It's the most bizarre. So you have a fella who looks like Noel Fielding swanning around going, my name is Mickey Moonrocks. Oh, so so okay. he's allowed to be on there saying... David Bowie. David Bowie's just his real name, yes. You okay. can use David Bowie, but you can't use the trademarked elements, you know. Right. And no no songs. So there's no, no performance element. Or no even... none of the, So the soundtrack to this movie is, not, is a non-David Bowie soundtrack. It's completely nothing to do with David Bowie. So what a bizarre thing for a movie. And, and looking at his trailer, there's loads of, um, you know, gig footage and so, as if they... So I don't know if they're rewritten it. Or rewritten their own songs that will look like David Bowie music. I have no idea how they're going to handle it. But all we know is the fans who have seen the movie are outraged. They hate it. They hate it. They they absolutely hate it. And it kind of looks a little bit like an American soap opera. And that's how it takes to shine. It all seems a little bit weird. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame because, I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody, the Queen thing. Was great. I know it's, some people didn't absolutely love it. I thought it was great. I really enjoyed I re- it. Yeah, I really liked very it. Good. I haven't seen Rocket Man. No, but everybody I, says it's. Brilliant. Everybody says it's. Even though it gets a bit weird, it's a bit. It's 
Let's just say it's more memoir than autobiography. Fair enough. Right? John is a bit weird. Well, that's, no. yeah, fair point. So you'd be looking forward to a Bowie, you know, yeah. biopic. But the difference with this one is, and those two, is those two had the permission from the estate. From, they were allowed to use the music. They were allowed to use yeah. all that. They had permission and backing of the families and everything. This one has none of that. This is just a You'd man. wonder, but it begs the question, why make it? It does. Obviously, it's money or, you know. Determined to make it. They must have been absolutely determined to make it. I'm going to definitely watch this one, though, because it's so peculiar. And I'm dying to see what they call it. Well, there it is. So it's become a success by being literally, you know, a, a, a failure from the start. Yeah. and like, yeah, It's going to go. It's the ultimate in you can't sing, you can't play. You're going to be a star. Yeah, you're going to be a star. <laughs> and I'm dying to hear what they come up with for the names of all Bowie's albums and songs. and because yeah. So they can't, you like, it has to be. So if they call it Mickey Moonrocks, I'm going to die yeah. laughing. If they call, you know, and we could be No, it, it, what, so Ziggy Stardust will be called uh, Jiggy, Jiggy Moon. Jiggy Moon Beam. Jiggy Moon Rust. J- Jiggy Moon Beam. <laughs> what a great name. Jiggy Moon Beam going to get his new character. Yeah. Oh, oh, that sort of stuff. And then, like, be, uh, I, I was going to say Rocket Man, but that's Elton John, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe they were, cause what well, it? That's what they should have done. They should have had a, a David Bowie uh, biopic using all of Elton John's music. <laughs> it would actually make more sense than this one. It would make more sense. Uh, yeah, so fans are going mad. It was, uh, and so when can, we, and when can people actually see it? They've just said it will be released in 2020, winter 2020. It's confirmed it's coming out the end of this year because there was talk of it not coming out at all. Yeah. It went down so badly at the festivals and there was like the fans reacted very negatively to it. If you look at IMDB and all that now, it's like, you know, it's getting, it gets twos and it's, it's scoring very badly, right. you know. Uh, so there was talk of that, but you see, Mark Moran is in it. He's a very famous comedian and good actor these days. He's kind of got a lot of kudos to him. So they thought maybe he'll bring something to it. Doesn't look Didn't like quite it. work. But they're, they're playing on. It's a great concept, they though. You know what be, I mean? Uh, they won't be deterred. So it is coming out regardless. I think, it, I think it sets a precedent. I think there's an opportunity there for us, PJ. Yeah. So, you know, we can make a movie about literally anything we want. And, um, you know, it doesn't have to have anything to do with what the movie's about. You know what I mean? You could say, like, we're making a movie about... The life uh, of uh, Tom Jones or something. Exactly. And um, and so you'll be, like, lots of Tom Jones music. No, there'll be no Tom Jones music. All right, okay. Right. There'll be somebody in it playing Tom Jones. No, no. No, no. no, no. Don't be ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be known as Tom and Jerry, and my, <laughs> my first single is going to be, How are you, kitty cat? <laughs> Communides, don't leave me this way. 21 minutes past seven. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Happy birthday to Joe in Nace. I know it's his birthday because he's literally WhatsApped in himself to wish himself a happy birthday. That's the type of behavior I love. Well done, Joe. There you go, Joe Rook and Nace. Happy birthday to you, sir. Now, listen, on the subject of those trailers, somebody's watched it already now based on us chatting about it. Yeah. Thought it was absolutely rubbish. It's it's really not received well at all now, yeah. to be honest. By the way, it's called, in case you're looking for it, it's called Stardust, is it? Yeah. Stardust. Starman, they don't have the rights, you know. Yeah. So it's called Stardust. Anyway, uh, and it's it's meant to be a biopic of um, of uh, David Bowie, or well, a, a section of his life with absolutely no David Bowie music in it, or David Bowie um, related copyright pro- Material, protected yeah. materials. And, and it's also to make it even more <laughs> peculiar, the entire thing was made in Canada and set in the states, Brilliant. so everything about it is just a little bit weird, wow. a little bit off. Kilter. And yet you're determined to watch it. You can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. Yeah. What was the other uh, thing that was absolutely slated and you were saying that couldn't wait to see it? Oh, Cats. 
Oh, yeah. I still have you seen, seen it yet? I still haven't seen it. No. I keep forgetting. Nor I. But again, I do want to watch it because Same it was here. supposedly so bad. And we watched the, remember, we watched the trailer in there and it ended, the trailer ended and the both of us kind of said nothing for a long time. <laughs> and we were like, hmm. Zane. Both of us felt a little bit weird that we'd even watched it in the same room together. Exactly. Um, right. Uh, somebody has texted in to say, he looks more like Ziggy Sawdust. Ziggy Sawdust. From Father Ted. Now, there you go. That's a great name. That, that's the name they should have used. Ziggy Sawdust. And then somebody else has been on. Uh, John in Glenamaddy. My God, there is a Glenamaddy, eh? Uh, anyway, sorry, John's been on to say, lads, have you seen Fat Man trailer? No. What's that? I don't know what that is. No, Roy, you're going to have to look it up now. I it don't better know. not be. It better not be dirty, filthy. Carry on, Unless John. Unless you look that one up first. <laughs> yeah, you don't want it appearing on your internet history. Well, yeah, that's just in be, case. My, my, it's mine is clogged like a drain. <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah, five and keep on moving here. at classic hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for that. It's almost twenty-two minutes to uh, to eight o'clock. As I say, no hit bit today. Uh, people are still texting in, but no, the hit bit was won yesterday. We'll give you the details, let you know what it was in case you missed out and all that sort of stuff. Uh, let you hear how it all went down. That's on the way. But uh, speaking of money, what yeah. have you found, dear boy? Oh, they're doing this survey nowadays. It's uh, 40% of people, they say, two in five, admit that they have sneaky financial products hidden from their other halves or from their families. Now, you might say, what's a financial product? Well, it can be anything. You can have a secret bank account, a secret credit card. Maybe you have a secret little Revolut account or an N26 account on your phone and a whole lot. So you're hiding a few quid in the background right. all the time. I'd say if you're Jim now, if you're of his ilk, the old uh, technology thing wouldn't be your way. You'd probably have just have a bucket of five or buried in the back garden. <laughs> Somebody uh, texted in earlier on, by the way, to say that um, that thing I was trying to think of was your running away money. Yeah. Apparently it's a thing that you had your running away money. Oh, the old getaway fund or whatever you call it, yeah, or your, your escape fund It must be great to have so much money that you actually can put some aside for running away, as opposed to needing whatever you have every day. Look at him letting <laughs> on like he hasn't got ten grand hidden in a plastic sure, bag. Sure, I carry in, that around in my shoe. In the boot of the, in the, in the shoe. <laughs> I knew his leg, one leg was slightly longer than the other. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that, and it's partners. It is your other half that you're most likely to leave in the dark when it comes to these things. That's, I suppose, is kind of normal if you think about it, right? Right. Like, if you're going to be lying to people about money or having a secret bank account, like, all our bank accounts are secret from somebody. Yeah. Right? You know, it's well, your I mean, own the, you know, business. I was just about to say, I mean, there is, there is a built-in need for a bit of secrecy, you know what I mean? You don't yeah. want... Like oh, you, yeah, yeah. Like, people don't go out there and sort of broadcast their, their, their personal information and yeah. financial information. Especially if you're in debt and all. You don't want people knowing to what yeah. the deal is and you keep your debt secret and you keep your payment secret. And you definitely don't And tell in your anyone. case, you don't want begging letters. I mean, obviously, oh, because you're don't mind. You a very wealthy celebrity and people know the money that you've amassed <laughs> yeah. from all of those television shows oh, and yeah. DVD sales yeah, and, exactly, yeah. um, you know, successful movies and all that sort of stuff. I mean, you know, naturally, the expectation would be that people would be kind of begging you for, you know, a lend of a few quid and actually, get them out of trouble. No, and all I'm that. actually quite happy to send those people my bank statements. <laughs> you're more than welcome to have a goof around them. Uh, it's, but it's uh, it's the other half you're keeping in the dark, isn't it? So you get a few extra quid here and there. You maybe have an extra sneaky, sneaky account. The L Revolutes are the way of doing that these days, isn't it? It's on your phone. No one knows anything about it. Right. You can download it straight out of the card in there. You could have a few quid hidden away. That maybe your man's going, it's a bit light, isn't it? What's going on? Have you been? What's going on here? And she's like, no. And she's looking at him and he's the exact same. He's got the L hidden. Have you uh, 
it's funny the way things are kind of gone and you've got a new hat and I've got a new pair of runners, but I'll say nothing about them. We'll just ask each other. Question. Yeah. Uh, gassed away, the, there's, a, there's an awful lot of online deliveries arriving at the door. Are they two months late, is it? Yeah. Grant. I can only imagine how much of that is going on in the country at the moment. Yeah. I can only imagine. What, what, so what's this? Is, it's kind of, is this a, just a, they've just discovered it or they've just done a survey well, on it? No, you see. Because I would have thought it was going on, as you say, for a long time. Ah, yeah, but they've started doing all these surveys now because, of course, coronavirus and all that, their spending patterns have changed. They've changed significantly. We don't go to pubs anymore. We don't go to restaurants anymore. Right. We don't do those things. So, we're at, so they're tra- starting to do all these surveys. Find out, well, how are people spending their money and how are people behaving? with their money yeah. and it I mean, you can't like even use you can't even use your run, running away money because there's nowhere to run to I know it's very hard to have your runaway money and spend your runaway money when it's a man knocks on the door every time you spend it and goes delivery for Mr. Jim McCabe <laughs> and it's a new pair of spats or whatever spats. it is you'll be buying you know <laughs> Uh, you know, yeah. so, so it's very hard to hide it. So, uh, despite so the virus has come and it's changed everything, like we were saying, uh, but it's changed our sort of uh, way we want to be judged about we spending our money. You know, beforehand you might be sort of, well, I'm a little bit embarrassed now. It's you know, in the middle of a recession, mm. I bought myself a new pair of leather trousers and I feel like there's no appropriate time to wear them. <laughs> Whereas now you get, which is actually very correct in your case. Uh, well, and honestly. I mean, all the leather trousers. Trust me, there's never an appropriate time for you to show up wearing leather trousers. (laughs) And now we have a new game. (laughs) Now we have a new game. (sighs) If anybody would like to send me leather trousers I can wear in front of the gym every day for a month, uh, please do that. Uh, But now the game, now it's a different thing. Now you're embarrassed kind of about how much you might be spending. You're definitely trying to hide it from your other half. Well, 40% are trying to hide it from their other half. Or people in their family. Or their kids. You know the way that happens. We've no money now. We can't be buying that. You oh, yeah, yeah. Buy, you know money if you yeah, do yeah. that. And then you're the Ma, but you... Where did you get that new big hat made out of gold? <laughs> Shut up. Mind your own business. It was given to me as a present from your father. Well, why where did he get the money? My, uh, he found it in the garden. Classic Hits. And now, the Hit Bit with Supermax. Home of the deliciously fresh chicken breast sandwich. Always a hit. Hit Bit. It's a bit of a really famous hit. It's a bit, just a bit from a classic hit. But what hit is it? Hit And it is gone. The hit bit has been won. It was won yesterday. Damien Farrelly put it out there. It's only literally a... Uh, a, a Brett since he was got to play it. Yeah, he was in on Friday. I mean, was you know, some people might smell a rat. <laughs> Big announcement on Friday that Damien's going to play gets one on Monday on Damien's show. I mean, look, it wouldn't be me that'd be writing in complaining, but you know, I tell you, he sounds like there. he sounds like Donald Just Trump. Saying, doesn't he look at a bit look, of a conspiracy theory there? Look at him, he's there going count the votes again. That's yeah. what he's saying. Uh, but Damien, smell a rat. He did win, or he did give it away. So four thousand four hundred quid. He gave it away on Double Money Monday, which we love to see. We love to see someone winning it when they win big. And, um, well, I guess this is how it went. So it's uh, Mike Oldfield. The Moonlight Shadow. The Moonlight Shadow. Yeah. Well, this has been going on for... I'm just getting a bit of uh, f- funny looks here. Okay. Funny looks. And how long have you been thinking it's Mike Oldfield, Moonlight Shadow? Oh, it was like about a month, to be honest. I really? heard the song on the radio. <laughs> Double Money Monday. Oh, God, yeah. 4,400 euro in cash. Yes. Yeah. It is! Oh my god! It's the Double Money Monday! Oh my 
won four thousand. Four hundred euro oh in God. cash. You can't, you cannot believe I've been saying to everybody at work in here. That's definitely my girlfriend. Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! So it turned out to be Mike Oldfield and uh, Maggie Riley, of course, and Moonlight Shadow. Now, if you're wondering how the hit bit fits into it, right, this is the little section that it came from. And she couldn't find how to push through. I stay, I so, Mike, it's actually, it's the little guitar thing, is it? Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. So, hang on a second, let me just do that again. And she couldn't find how to push through. It's that bit. There you go. That's it. Wow. It was so obvious. Ah, jeepers. There it is. Never in a million years will they got that. Moonlight Shadow, uh, Maggie Riley and Mike Oldfield was the answer to our hit bit. So the question remains, Michael, then what do we do now? Well, lads, you know the famous saying, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Yeah. People seem to be enjoying it. I know everybody says, oh, I hate it, but they really enjoy it, I think. <laughs> right. So we're going to do it all this again. This is now a personal thing about you wanting to continue with your puns. No. Right. I, quite frankly, I would like to drop the puns. If Never. I just throw that out there. <sighs> Never. <laughs> anyway. So when do we play again, then? What's going to happen? So I'm busy working on one at the moment. Ooh. So it'll be ready and ready to go by Friday. Amazing. Good. I assume there'll be a spectacular launch with lots of cash. Oh, huge 5,000 to start, is it? Maybe not 5,000. 5,000? Is that what he said? No. no. Maybe, did he just say 5,000? 5,000, he said. 5,000, he said, No, maybe. I didn't say 5,000. Oh, right, okay. Five, well, if you want, I tell you, it'll be 500 with you adding it up to 5,000. 500,000? <laughs> oh. Right, so Friday is the brand new hit bit then. That's Friday the morning. That sounds... Here. Okay, cool, Abula. Right, and this was the song that won us... Uh, this was the hit bit, Moonlight Shadow. Cindy Lauper, girls just want to have fun. Ten past eight here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Breakfast table quiz on the way this hour. We got a 500 euro voucher for Specsavers in Stillorgan for you to win. 13 at the moment is the uh, is the score to beat if you fancy getting involved. We're going to play before 9 o'clock as always. 087-188-0008. If you need to give us a shout out for anything else, of course, that you uh, need to give us a shout about. If you were with us on the show, I think it was yesterday when we were announcing the lineup for the new uh, series of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, right? And apart from announcing the lineup, which wasn't bad, in fairness, we said oh, Shane yeah. Ritchie and we said. Um, uh, Mo Farah, and we said, and, and it's the usual lineup of sort of Coronation Street, EastEnders, a few of those, yeah. In the end. yeah. It's, it's actually a pretty not good a bad, not a bad selection, not a bad selection. But we were saying, obviously, the biggest story around I'm a Celebrity is the fact it's no longer for this year in the outback in Australia because of the COVID restrictions, and they're actually filming it in Wales. The series is going to be in Wales, and we yes, were curious guys. about, you know, what the how the challenges would change. Well, I'm all into it. I think for the first time in many years now, I'm actually kind of excited. I always get sucked into it anyway. Mm. But I'm actually really looking forward to this now. I think the shift in locations will probably make it better. Yeah, make it intriguing. Because you don't know what to expect now. Like, when it comes to the Bush Tucker trials, what well, genuinely, I know we spoke about it briefly yesterday, but what are they going to do? It can't, it's not, you can't do the old kangaroo. Well, no, I mean, I assume, let's, you know, there's, there's bound to be an endless supply of creepy crawlies. You know, surely you can yeah. get creepy. Okay, they may not be 
Australian creepy crawlies. Yeah, worms and all. But, yeah, maybe. Rubs and worms and all. Yeah, and I mean, let's face it, rats are universal. Ah, oh, gee, you, you can't get them do everywhere. That. Can you eat a rat, yeah? Not I'm... eat, just let it run all over you. Millions oh, of them. Oh, I always talk about the eating bitch, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, that's, the, that's a good point because the bush trucker trials, we were, we were joking about, like, what potentially they would be. I mean, uh, you know, uh, like, what is, like, would there be any sort of native Welsh food? That, that would be a struggle to get down. Yeah, because there's not exactly a history you, of surviving said off that. the land really in the same way, is there? Yeah, it's probably unfair to assume that it has to be native Welsh food. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure the people of Australia regularly eat kangaroo ghoulies no, or, but or whatever. I suppose I mean. there was a time when the Aborigines on the land, you know, the Aboriginal people, that they would, you know, were able to survive in some of the most desolate landscape. So they would be able to find grubs and wood and, yeah. you know, and a kangaroo. Grubs and, and wood. Yeah. What are, you, what are you having for tea tonight? I'm having some wood. Oh, okay. With some gr- <laughs> grubs in it. Grubby uh, wood. Anyway, whatever about Wales, right? It then got us talking about, um, if it had been held in Ireland, would there be Irish cuisine that could actually be a challenge to get down? And you might think to yourself, oh, that's ridiculous. I mean, we eat Irish food. Bear, nah, with, me. Yeah, Bear yeah. with me on this, right? It depends on who you are. For example, there are some people not a million miles away from here who don't appreciate the joy of coddle. Absolutely. I would rather kangaroo <laughs> ghoulies and chips than to sit down and eat a plate of coddle. I'd rather kangaroo ghoulies and, and, and cod liver crocodile armpit than to sit down and eat a coddle. It's the right. most disgusting thing that I've ever seen. Now, I mean, I know, for example, you've also got that feeling about coleslaw, but in oh, fairness, you. You, couldn't really, you couldn't really claim coleslaw to be a particularly Irish ah, you kind of cuisine. Nobody makes it like Irish people with big fat carrot and they stick it into everything. And you ask for... You're, you're, no, you're but it's not, it's and not and quintessentially... And you get a half a carrot stick and a plate of coleslaw. It's not quintessentially Irish, though. In what way? Like, it, yeah, well, like coleslaw is kind of like, like that's been countries all over the place. I don't even know who invented coleslaw. I know, but look, there's there's pineapple in countries all over the world. We don't grow it here. But is there anything more Irish than a can of pineapple that's been in your granny's press for six years? <laughs> anyway, I don't think so. What we're on the lookout for is we want your suggestions, okay? Because we may actually have our very own Bush Tucker trials, right? As in, yes, ladies and gentlemen, PJ Gallagher eating cold coddle ah, here. on the this show. Ah, so cop on to yourself. At this, this hour. Hard, we're talking about this. We're not doing this. I think that's the plan, buddy. I think what? that's the plan. So, uh, so we want other suggestions. What is, is there any other sort of quintessentially Irish or very Irish kind of foods that you that you yourself would struggle to get down? I tell you that. And would maybe be, that will be a potential Bush Tucker trial. That would be a good one, wouldn't it? You have to go into your granny's gaff, right? And you put your hand into her drawer. And you root around the drawer that she hasn't cleaned out since 1987. And whenever you come out, you have to eat it. You know the way, I go, oh, jeepers, tin tomatoes went off 1976. You'd be like, oh, God, this is going to be a hard rush to I'll tell you one that has come in quite a lot, to be honest with you, right? And I would dread the prospect of it. It's tripe. Ooh, I'll never forget me out for the boiling tripe in the house. That one, and the whole house smelled like it for about, about a decade. Yeah. The house smelled, it was the most disgusting smell. So, I mean, I I'm thinking, ever... I'm thinking like, you know, pig's feet. That was, that was ah, very much on. a thing. Pig's feet, trotters, pig's trotters. Yeah. Hair and everything. Ah, stop. No. Right. No, um, Jim, no, don't tripe. start. Yeah. Okay, coddle for you. I'd actually thoroughly enjoy a coddle. Oh, I, I'd rather, <laughs> honest to God. I, I don't... 
I don't think I'd rather go to the toilet in my shoe and stick a straw in it than have eat a toddler. Wow. It's absolutely just Nobody nobody does. Nobody does restaurant critiques quite like PJ Gallagher. <laughs> Anyway, come on, let's do this. 87 For some reason, sorry, I'm distracted because my headphones keep crapping out on me. But anyway, um, 87 Let us know what would be your suggestion as to what uh, an Irish cuisine Bush Tucker trial should be. Oh. One of those mints that does be in your granddad's pocket next to all the coins <laughs> that you find that he's had it in there for three weeks. Yeah, breakfast at Tiffany's. Deep Blue Something here at Classic Hits. Uh, 20 past eight. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Tuesday. Thank you for all of the WhatsApps suggesting the Irish Bush Tucker trials. 0871880008. Far and away, the most popular thing coming in is the tripe, PJ. It's so disgusting. It's so disgusting. I don't even know what part of an anything it is. Have you have you ever tasted? I've never tasted it, you no, see, so I can't even it. testify to the disgustingness. No, I only smelt it. My da went, or my ma went away that time. She went off to Medjugorje to see the Holy Lady and all that back yeah. in the day, back in the 80s. Right. And me and my dad were left there and I, and I had chocolate yogurts and pizza slices for about a, uh, a week or whatever. And then he decided he'd boil some tripe and the smell in the house, I swear to God, man, I'm not messing, a decade. Terrible. I think we have to knock the house down and rebuild it to get rid of it. <laughs> Listen, the um, a few people are texting in haggis. I think you're missing the, the the kind of gist of this haggis. Very Scottish cuisine and something I wouldn't enjoy <laughs> the prospect of eating. But uh, no, we're looking specifically for the the kind of stuff that Irish people would eat, have eaten, whatever that you think would actually be a struggle to get down. It would be a challenge, a trial to actually eat it. For example. Right, somebody's somebody's on a massive list here. Who is this person? Oh God, it's a horrible list. Um, they didn't put their name on it. Anyway, right, uh, lads, tripe, chicken hearts, chicken hearts, a thing. Is ah, it? stop! There can't be anything. Cow's tongue. Ah, no tongue. Do you remember tongue. you get tongue sandwiches? They all? sell that in butchers, all right. Tongue. Oh God, it's um, like giving a cow a Frenchie. Why would anybody eat it? Pig's feet again came in. I knew that would come in. The old trotters. That was a that was a big thing for a while, wasn't it? I trotters. remember it. I remember it being a thing. I, I can honestly say we never had it in the house, thank God. I can't even bear a coddle. Never mind the, tr- the actual Loads feet. Loads of pig's feet. We're going to look forward to PJ eating that. No. Um, kidneys no. and liver. Are you okay with kidneys no, and liver? No, I'm not okay with them. Not even a steak and kidney pie? No, I'm not okay with it. That's when they hold their wee-wee is in the kidney. You're not supposed to eat them. And, there's a, and liver, even even the... Even, I remember enjoying pate once and then someone told me what it was. And I was like, oh, yeah. I'd rather eat the duck's head. Um, also, a number of people have pointed out that you, your aversion to coddle is obviously because you're not a Dublin person. You're from Mayo. So how would you appreciate a true Dublin um, cuisine? What are you absolutely lousy gits? Do you know something? I'm just saying a lot of people have pointed that out. It's understandable. I'm letting you off the hook here. Maybe You don't like coddle because you're not from Dublin. It's okay, man. Maybe Let I, it go. Maybe, maybe one of the truck, bush trucker trials could be Phyllis of All-Ireland loser. <laughs> how about that? I, I tell you something. You, you love the humiliation. It is kind of enjoyable. He wants, um, he wants to feed me pig's feet and call me a mailman. That's what he wants to do. That's that's what makes Jim happy. He's in a sadistic humour this morning. Um, sprouts for somebody. Now, you've been enjoying sprouts big time of late, so haven't much. you? Oh, they're back in season. Are you joking? I boiled a huge thing of sprouts the other day. I loved them so much. Salt and pepper and something a little bit spicy. Well, and then, oh my goodness. I'll yeah. tell you, for this lady... That is horrific. Oh, they're the greatest. Um, right, somebody... Right, so apart from tripe, this is from Chris and Cork. Drisheen, which apparently is blood sausage or spleen. Blah. Thanks for that, Chris. Ah, you're not supposed to. Wow. Are you? 
Are you really well, supposed to? Obviously, Chris and Cork thinks you are. But some of these people have put curry sauce on laces and eat them. Yeah. Uh, also, somebody is saying that cabbage, just plain boiled cabbage is horrific for them. Slime, they're calling it. I understand that. I uh, I enjoy the the, uh, the Brussels sprouts. I enjoy them, even though they are just miniature cabbages. But when they get to a, above a certain size, they just turn into yeah. a weird, ta- untasty slime. Brussels sprouts has come in a lot for people. Brussels sprouts and tripe seem to be the two biggest ones. What a plate and that pigs, would be. And pigs' feet. Good. Yeah. Uh, cow's tongue again. Sheep's sweet bread. Now. I don't know what that means. Well, that's. You see, I'm always confused. Is that the eyes or the. What? Or the Lee Rodi? Ah, shut up. It's neither of them, is it? Well, sweet breads. Are sweet breads not the Lee Rodi, no? What? No. Nobody eats that, do they? Are they? Sheep don't even have them, Jim. I'm only, I, I'm only asking the question. Sweet breads. Is that not a polite name for the. What? For the Lee Rodi. Ah, no. Or maybe sure it's the not. eyes. Maybe it's the eyes. I don't know, is it? Sweet bread is like a granola <laughs> thing you buy in hipster places. You put avocado on it. What about semolina? I know that may not be, strictly speaking, Irish, but it's it sounds like a, an Irish 70s dessert. I so, don't know. In fairness, semolina pudding, it looks like frog spawn, <laughs> according, according to somebody. I think we're missing the obvious, like, like we were saying, like when you call someone's gaff and they have like a bottle of Fanta that's been there since 1986 and you have to like drink it and it's gone... Nearly to treacle and so flat. Yeah. Also, something I've never heard of. You can enlighten me here because it's probably a country thing. Um, skirts. What's that? Skirts and kidneys I has come in on a couple of occasions. I don't know what that means. I have skirts. never heard of that. I don't know what that is. No, so even in Mayo, they don't have that skirts or anything. And, how would I know? How would I know? You boiled sausage gobbling get you. How would I know? The smell of old raw rasher off your head and everything... I don't know these things. <laughs> now, somebody's... De- oh, Kevin and Kukos just lost the run of himself. Pig brain, barnacles and whelks. Oh, my God, never. Well, actually, you know what? Do you know what? He's brought up a good point, though. What? There's a severe lack of seafood option. That's, that's true. given here. Oh, actually, yeah, because... Oh, mind you, we have done it in the past, and you struggled big time with it when we tried the oysters. Oh, I can't. I tried... I can't I do actually it. wasn't bad with them. I, I was worried about them. I, and they were asking... They weren't the worst. They are the worst thing I've ever had in my <laughs> mouth. They are literally, honestly, the worst thing I've ever had in my mouth. Um, Honest what about, to God. What about turkey neck? I've heard turkey neck is rather tasty. It's Have something you? I hope I never try. I, I knew a lad once who used to claim that his his Christmas Eve tradition was turkey neck sandwiches. And like, how do you get... Like, it's not the head and all hanging out of the sandwich, surely. Like, I mean, what way <laughs> no, do you I think, No, it's the neck, buddy. It doesn't say head and I, neck. I know, it like, says neck. Right. I just if it was, image if, it was, if the head was the on face. it, they'd call it a head and neck sandwich. Well, the head would be hanging out of the sandwich. I don't know, man. Oh my God, I can't believe somebody doesn't like horned beef. Unless I know what that is. I tell you what that is, and I absolutely agree. It's, remember the old tinned corned beef? Yes, I do. With massive lumps of... Gr- it was basically sliced dog food. Yeah. Wasn't it? And it, it came horrific. out, and it had all that jelly stuff on That's the outside. That's what I'm saying. That was gank. It'd like to stop a touch in the can. But <laughs> all it tasted like was can. It tasted like a jelly-fied can. It was so disgusting. <sighs> this is going very well, I have to say, ladies and gentlemen. 087-188-0008 if you've any more suggestions. So glad I get my delicious skimmed milk porridge before we started this. Guaranteed Irish from the Cranberries, of course, and Dreams. 19 minutes to 9 o'clock. Breakfast table quiz on the way. Final call to get involved. Magic Mike is always standing by on WhatsApp, ready to get you on to play. 
087188 Let us know if you fancy having a go. 500 euro voucher from uh, Specsavers to Lorgan. Up for grabs. Quick happy birthday, Edmund McCarthy. Happy birthday to you, Christine, and the kids. Wanted to wish you a great day, Edmund. Uh, enjoy that. And also, Carl Cunningham uh, in uh, Rochford's Bridge, I think it is. Uh, happy birthday to you, Pauline, and the kids, Ron, uh, to wish you a happy birthday as well. Now, the strains of Rocky, of course, PJ's favourite movie. Yeah. Uh, the story of an epic conquest. Contest, this, I suppose, you really. This is just an amazing story. In East Haddam, Connecticut, a woman was out tending to her front garden, minding her own business. Quite a rural area, apparently, East Haddam. Mm. Uh, and she was suddenly approached and attacked by a coyote, <gasps> which is pretty dangerous stuff up there in uh, Connecticut land. These coyotes, uh, she's now being treated for uh, potential he, rabies. Was he kind of wily? A wily coyote, yeah, she was done, yeah, but why is it a sneaky little Sneak wily up, coyote? Yeah, he was kind of a wily coyote. Came up behind her, jumped on her, uh, she grabbed a pitchfork. Uh, she obviously had no Acme products near her at the no, time. No, unfortunately, they're very hard to get these days. Unfortunately, yeah. You need a license and everything. Biden ruining everything, you can't even have a stick of dynamite in the house anymore. <laughs> uh, and so she's there. Uh, but she did have a secret weapon. She did, yeah, so she grabbed a pitchfork, right? Right. And she was having this moment with the ki- with the coyote, and the coyote was starting to get the upper hand. Oh, no. The was terrified. When around the corner ran her fateful pet donkey and kicked the coyote off her. Coyote then ran for his life as donkey and woman with pitchfork. Um, sort of, I suppose, let's imagine, they sang with rejoice at their victory over the wily coyote not even needing a stick of dynamite. Dangerous old coyote, though, yeah. uh, because she was in getting into her car later on, a few hours later. Sneaky little fecker had another go, came up on her again. Oh, my yeah, God, looking he, out for the donkey, obviously. Big man when there's no donkey around, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, you're all very big when there's no uh, karate-kicking donkey walking the streets. Uh, but she got away, thankfully, she, she got into the car on time. But she's being treated, she's become uh, known as this miracle animal woman. Uh, and apparently they say donkeys are brilliant when it comes to guarding certain land or people they like. If a donkey likes you, a donkey will look after you. They're four-legged dolphins. They are man's best friend or in this case woman's best friend uh, apparently they said they're very similar to llamas in this way so if you put a llama in with a uh, sheep the llama tends to uh, protect the sheep as well so if a coyote or a wolf or something would attack sheep the llama will run over doing all the karate kicks That's I didn't amazing. even know that these llamas and uh, donkeys went to karate why, classes why, yeah, why, aren't there, why aren't there no more you know, why aren't there more guard donkeys and guard llamas and stuff why aren't there more? I suppose that would be amazing. These these premises are protected by donkeys, and I think that would be impressive. And I think with that question, there lies your answer. It sounds so unbelievably unthreatening, doesn't it? Yeah, danger, uh, danger, llama on the premises, guard llama. Although yeah. a guard llama walking around with your guard llama would be amazing. That would be incredible. I yeah. know I'd be into it. Yeah, little black belt and all on them, some nunchucks hanging over his back, ready for any action. Brilliant. The only thing is, you know that you're going to be able to buy a llama off. Our boy off a donkey. Let's face it. If you came up with a donkey, you handed him a carrot. You go right. She's all yours. Not He'd no. Sell you out. Not every donkey Highest is going bitter. to just is going to sell you out for a carrot. Don't know. Not at all. I, uh, These donkeys probably take their guarding very seriously. I see, Jim. As in most things, you have a much nicer way of looking at the world. Yeah. You look at donkeys as being more honest than I probably do. Yeah. I, you can you can bet your ass that they wouldn't let you down. You can bet your ass my llama kicked the hell out of your donkey. Bet your ass. Ass. Don't, don't know why I bother. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All I'm saying is you can bet your ass my, my lamb would kick it around the place. 
Breakfast Table Quiz. It's time for the Breakfast Table Quiz. Win the best prize out there is. Try to get the biggest score. Hope the next call gets the more. It's the Breakfast Table Quiz. The Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie. This week, it's the nice people at Specsaver Stillorgan who have given us uh, the prize to give to you. By the way, just a reminder, they've uh, two for one on glasses at the moment, including designers like Tommy Hilfiger, DKNY, Mark Jacobs, Superdry, and, uh, and many, many more. And they are open. That's the important message to get out there as well. They are open uh, even during the Level 5 restrictions because they are regarded as essential services. Uh, and the only difference is you must phone or go online to make your appointment. That's the only thing in advance, okay? So you need to go online to specsavers.ie forward slash stores forward slash Stillorgan to make your appointment or give them a ring. And uh, you can try out their new OCT scan, which can detect eye disease up to four years in advance. I actually had that done. It's Did really you? cool. Yeah. Really cool, the stuff they can do now. And uh, how do they do it? Like, is this... It's just, of- literally, it's the easiest thing in the world. You just literally just look into this thing and it, it takes like this bizarre 3D X-ray type thing of your... It's fabulous. It takes a picture of your brain. Unbelievable. No, your eye, buddy. Through your eye. Yeah. Through it. Takes a picture of your brain through your eye. <laughs> and the important thing, by the way, especially for my learned friend and colleague, PJ Gallagher, is that um, when you win this €500 Euro voucher for Specsavers and Stillorgan, of course you can use it for glasses and contact lenses, but also for hearing aids, because they are your friendly local opticians and audiologists. I say... And audiologists, I'm PJ. Just, I'm just about getting you there, Jim. Just about. <laughs> if you could speak up a little. Uh, 13 to score to beat, though, on the breakfast table quiz. So it is a bit of a job for somebody, but it's been done a few times before. And Clara Kennedy is going to tackle it today. Hiya, Clara. Uh, hi, PJ. How's it going? Is it Clara or Kira? I'm right, am I? Yeah, no, it's Clara. That's yeah. good, that's good, that's good. How are you getting on this morning? I'm great, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Any plans ahead yep. of you for the day or anything? Uh, no, we're just knuckling down at work for, for the day, just, yeah, and listening to classic hits, keeping it going here. Good stuff, right? You, yeah. late, you could do worse, you could do worse. Right, Clara, let's get you, hopefully, to the top of the leaderboard. It's a bit of a challenge, but we've every faith in you. 14 minimum in 60 seconds. You ready to give it a bash? Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Why not? Fingers crossed, best of luck. Here we go. Brussels is the capital of what country? Belgium. How many colours are there in a Rubik cube? Eight. It's six. Which hoofed animal can either be a billy or a nanny? Goat. Which word meaning crib in French is used in English for a day nursery? Cray. Yeah. Are rhino horns made of bone or compacted fibres? Compacted fibres. Ray-Ban and Oakley are famous makers of what type of eyewear? Sunglasses. What is the main, main meat ingredient in moussaka? Lamb. Yeah. What is the official language of the Netherlands? Dutch. What S describes a male deer? Stag. In the nursery rhyme, who went to school with a lamb? Mary. What is the national flower of Wales? Uh, the daffodil. That's the one which Australian marsupial enjoy eating eucalyptus leaves? Koala. In nautical terms, what is the opposite of port? 
Stabbard. That's the one. Yes. That's the one. Yeah. Well done. Not a bad score, I don't think. You were no, doing pretty good. Good scoring. Uh, just might, might have been a few pauses in there, maybe, that might have slowed things down a little bit. But let's see how we ended up. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Oh, my God. Very close. I'll tell you something, Clara. You knew the answers. If we could have just gotten them a bit quicker, I have a feeling we could have gotten a few more in there. You know that? Oh, well, sure. Look, it was... You couldn't have done anyway. oh, absolutely. You're a great player, Clara. In fairness, you couldn't have done much better. Listen, Clara, thanks a million for playing. Well done. Take care. Have a good day. Okay, brilliant. Thanks. Cheers. Man.